Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Captain Hunter's Podcast, the, the podcast that is dedicated towards bridging the divide between the police and the communities that they serve. Um, so we got a brief episode for you today. I'm actually going to be cutting down on these episodes uh, a little bit, particularly when um, it's just me kind of ranting and raving and just kind of talking about what's going on. And so I wanted to talk just a little bit about what is going on in my extreme disappointment um, with, uh, with, with uh, uh, Congress. And um, listen, law enforcement, as many times at the behest of the will of the people, as well as the will of the courts, as well as the will of the legislative bodies that they uh, that that enact them. Right. So if we think about the three branches of government, just to give you guys a quick civic lesson. Uh, if we think about the three branches of government, we have the executive, which is the uh, we would think about the president and or the mayors or governors of your city and state, respectively. Um, we would think about um, uh, uh, we think about the ju judicial, of course, those are the judicial branches. Uh, the judges and the the court systems, and then of course we have uh, the uh, the legislative branch, which is the legislative lawmaking bodies of the Congress and states and cities and towns, or your aldermen or whatever they call it in your particular cities and towns. And so, um, we, we, police officers are part of the executive branch, uh, right? Because they execute uh, the will of the people uh, as it is dictated by the uh, by the court. Uh, well, first judge dictated by or legislated uh, through the legislative bodies the uh, top official then sends them out to do the duties that the elected officials have um, uh, given them and of course we want to make sure that all those uh, orders that have been given by the executive and by the legislative are actually constitutional in or in line with people's uh, or different city charters and state governments and, and everything like that state constitutions and all that so that's just a quick service lesson about how it all goes goes and how it fits in again is the police officers in particular because that's what this podcast is about bridging that divide between the police and the community is about really understanding how these uh functions work and what the police officers role in all this so i would like to remind everyone and my extreme disappointment in in our government as a, as of late is it's disappointing but not surprising let me just put it like that is that we heard uh through those of us who pay any type of attention to politics that we heard that uh the there was a filibuster and um concerning the the promotion or the consideration of creating a council to or a commission to investigate what exactly happened on January 6th uh, with the insurrection and the riots that happened on those particular on that particular day. So the commission, of course, is just to look into it to see what happened and why it happened. Uh, and so therefore, we can never go through go through anything like that again. That's the purpose of having these different types of commissions. And that's what I want to talk about in just a little bit. But in the meantime, what we have is we have a, a we have a politician who was there at the Capitol, uh, who was there at the Capitol, who, uh, for whatever reason, uh, decided that he thinks that th there was no need to investigate at all. And that the people who were there uh, at the Capitol on January 6th, walking through the rotunda and walking through the, the governor's offices and taking dumps in the hall and um, smearing their feces on the wall and, and taking pictures of people's desks and going through uh, photos and going through uh, secret documents and stealing podiums and and all this type of stuff and walking through there with the, with the Confederate flag, you know, something that's never happened, not even during the Civil War times did the Confederates make it to the Capitol. Uh, it was an assault and uh, something that happened to it, not since the British burned it in the in the War of 1812. Uh, so so but this but this representative 
uh, thought that it was just on a stroll and thought that it was just another orderly day at the Capitol. In fact, let me play the clip for you, which we have probably all seen and heard uh, so many times already. There was no insurrection, and to call it an insurrection, in my opinion, is a bold-faced lie. Watching the TV footage of those who entered the Capitol and walked through Statuary Hall showed people in an orderly fashion staying between the stanchions and ropes taking videos and pictures. You know, if you didn't know the TV footage was a video from January the 6th, you would actually think it was a normal tourist visit. Okay, so uh, that was his own idiotic words that he gave. Representative uh, Clyburn, uh, I believe is from Tennessee, but I'm not exactly sure where he's from, and I don't really care to find out where this idiot is from. Wherever he's from, he should be voted out of office, but that's up to these local uh, constituents to take matters into their own hands, and I hope that they heard what he had to say. So let's just continue on with this. This is more lighthearted. Uh, it's actually Andrew Clyde uh, uh, is, is, is the guy's name. And so uh, here's a little bit of Stephen Colbert in their uh, sarcasm making fun of this idiot's uh, statements here. Are you looking for a family vacation steeped in American history? Then book a Congressman Clyde Capitol Tour today. You and a mob of your friends can explore Capitol Hill, scale the scenic barricades, meet a real Capitol Police officer in the face, test your skill in the log toss, see our costumed characters, enjoy our rotunda floor toilets, and don't forget to visit the gift shop. Plus, when you're done with the Capitol, enjoy a complimentary stay in our five-bar hotel. Congressman Clyde's Capitol Tours. Fun for the whole militia. Yeah, so, I mean, they're obviously making making fun of this this idiot's uh, statements. And here, uh, and, and, you know, the fun and, and the hypocrisy just doesn't stop here. So here's a picture uh, of uh, Congressman Clyde. Uh, if I can get it to uh, show up here. So here's a picture of Congressman Clyde uh, uh, screaming as uh, he realizes that they're being assaulted. And here's the picture that was uh, tweeted out. It says, Andrew Clyde, uh, the person screaming at the far left of this photo, is the person who recently likened the brutal, wildly out of control, deadly, violent January 6th insurrection on the U.S. Capitol to overthrow the will of the people to a normal tourist visit. That's him screaming in the in the picture that was taken. Here's another uh, photo of him, Andrew Clyde, helping others barricade the door as this normal tourist group was walking through the, the walking through the United States Capitol. It says uh, January 6th, Representative Clyde, representative from Georgia. Now we know he's from Georgia. Uh, second from the top left, helps barricade the House uh, chamber doors as rioters disrupt the joint session of Congress to certify the electoral. Electoral College vote on January 6th. Uh, so these are different things that this that this fool, that this fool has likened to that. And so the rest of the of the Congress, um, and I was going to play. Uh, I don't know if I if I can find it here. I was going to play uh, the the speech by uh, Mitch McConnell. Call me Mitch. Uh, call me Mitch McConnell. Uh, was was. Uh, uh, saying that he uh, didn't think anything was going to come from that. And so I don't know if I have it. Uh, yeah, I do have it here. I did, do have it queued up here. So we'll play just a little bit of this. Uh, call me Mitch. I've made the decision to oppose the House Democrats' slanted and unbalanced proposal for another commission to study the events of January the 6th. 
Is there- he said another commission. Was there a first commission? Uh, maybe, maybe I don't know. I, I do try to follow politics a little bit, but he said another commission. Was there already one that was done? Everybody surely knows I repeatedly made my views about the events of January the 6th very clear. I spoke clearly and left no doubt about my conclusions. This is the Senate Minority Leader. Federal law enforcement have made at least 445 arrests and counting relating to crimes committed that day. Hundreds of those people have been charged. Law enforcement investigations are ongoing. Okay, so I'm going to pause right there just for a second here. That's got nothing to do with the, with the national security. It's great that we're doing an after-the-fact investigation as far as uh, as far as the criminal actions by these particular individuals. That's not the point in the in the problem. As I'm going to lay out here in in a moment here, when we look at other commissions, we want to find out find out not only what happened, but what are the preventative measures that we should take in order for these things not to occur again. I can't believe that this that, that I have to say this to these particular individuals. I mean, I think it's really, really disgusting what they're what they're doing. They're playing politics. They're they're falling at the feet of Donald Trump, and I think that that is the one of the most despicable and disgusting things that I've ever heard uh, in a, in a long, long time. And I really think that it's sending the to- the country down the toilet. It's dividing the country, and it's and and I think that there's a reason behind it, and, I, and I'll talk about that uh, in a second here. But let's continue on. But call me Mitch. And federal authorities say they expect to arrest at least a hundred or so. More. No, a whole hundred. Bipartisan investigations are also underway and have been for months at the committee level here in the Senate. So there is, has been, and there will continue to be no shortage, no shortage of robust investigations by two separate branches of the federal government. So, Mr. President, it's not at all clear what new facts or additional investigation yet another commission could actually lay on top of existing efforts by law enforcement and Congress. The facts have come out, and they'll continue to come out. What is clear is that House Democrats have handled this proposal in partisan bad faith going right back to the beginning. From initially offering a laughably partisan starting point to continuing to insist on various other features under the hood that are designed to centralize control over the commission's process and its conclusions in Democratic hands. Okay, so he wants to continue on with uh, pointing the finger at Democrats and all that kind of stuff. So he says there's other commissions under, underway. Uh, and what are we going to continue to find out? Well, God forbid we actually find out, uh, you know, what happened and what we can do on a national level as a as a as a party uh, national um, investigation that we can figure out what happened and where we go from here. And I am going to say and I'm going to posit right here that I believe that this is simply nothing more than they don't want certain people to find to testify. They don't want to know the full extent and scope of what's going on, uh, who was involved and how far the the, the, the interests go. Who's email, who was on certain people's emails, who's in certain people's uh, 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 party affiliations, negative party affiliations. I'm not talking about political party, but 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 white supremacist party affiliations and all that. Right. So we're going to talk about all these different investigations that have been launched before. about when the country has been attacked and when uh, when we've been under attack of other, of, uh, from other items, why we didn't need, the, where we conducted these investigations and what it was we, we hoped 
to figure out and to, and to come along to uh, along the way. And when we don't do that, then we are, we're left in the dark. The country is left in the dark. So it's not unusual, abnormal to have a number of investigations going on uh, at the particular time and to figure out, you know, how and why these things are, are occurring. Um, and I hope that that's clear, but I, I really think that it has a lot to do with not wanting to look into our own closet, not wanting to see the white supremacist ter uh, terrorism that is going on and that is gripping this country. Uh, and remember, there was already attack in Michigan. Um, uh, uh, so the, well, how many more dry runs and how many more actual runs, uh, wet runs, if they if one's a dry run, the other one's got to be a wet run. How many more of these do we need? Uh, you know, the, the Congress uh, and other groups have refused to call white supremacists uh, uh, what they are, domestic terrorists, uh, and, and they refuse to look into uh, what has uh, has occurred and why these things are occurring. And I think that this has been very, very problematic. The refusal to look in the mirror and see what has been homegrown terrorism. There is not a doubt in my mind or anyone else's mind that had this uh, insurrection been done by black by black uh, um, uh, people, black so-called identity extremists. If that had been done by Muslim extremists, uh, or by the Asian community, or by or, or by anyone else other than what the majority of them being white males, uh, then they, then we would had they they could not have conducted the vote fast enough. Um, so we can see the hypocrisy uh, from uh, pointing the finger from Mitch McConnell. We can see it from Representative Clyburn, other members of Congress who who were calling for help. Uh, and then went around and then voted against doing anything on a national level, uh, high support, uh, court level, uh, highest uh, exec, uh, highest legislative branch level to looking into what was going on. Uh, and I think that that is despicable. And I think that that is disgusting. So uh, here, here's an opinion piece from the Washington Post that says uh, Pelosi should appoint a select committee to investigate the January 6th riot. Um, I, I, I definitely agree with this. Uh, I, I definitely agree that that we need more to be done and we need something on a national level that we can all point to, not partisan individual committees looking into this and that and the other. We need a bipartisan uh, Democrats, Republicans and independents. Uh, if there are any, the one or two independents that are in the House, there are one in the Senate and the Congress, uh, to really come out and say, uh, this is this is the facts that we have all found on a bipartisan measure, and that is why I think that this needs to to uh, to, to occur. Uh, so let's just go through some of this. I showed you that uh, Representative Clyburn screaming, screaming, and then helping to barricade the door here. Crazy. So let's just take a look at right, right, right quickly here at the number of what I did was I went to Wikipedia and I just typed in uh, uh, history. Actually, what I think what I did was I Googled uh, history of commissions in the United States. Right. So then it kind of took me to this Wikipedia page and it just I just kind of scrolled through it. This is this is not meant to be. Uh, uh, um, fully academic by any stretch of the imagination, right? I realized I should have gone to a so school library and did a more academic thing, but this is just for Wikipedia. So we're just having a conversation here. We're just going to take a look at uh, the different types of uh, commissions that the United States have, has done across the years, right? And, and look at, and let's look at, take a look at the enemy. We did it on an Iraq intelligence commission, right? When the, there was such a failure of the uh, Iraqi uh, intelligence, when they, when we were told that they had weapons of mass destruction and that we found out we go in there and we invade the country and 20 years later, uh, we're still kind of there. And we're still in Afghanistan. We're still running around the Middle East. We're trying to figure out why. So they actually did an intelligence, uh, Iraqi intelligence commission to figure out where the failure was. Uh, listen, I, I don't want to talk about that. 
complete nonsense, but but at least we, they did some type of commission. Whether we believe the commission or the findings of the commission or why we were there is irrelevant. I mean, they did something. <laughs> we can all have a good good laugh about that. So so uh, here's commission on the prevention of weapons of mass uh, destruction, proliferation, and terrorism. Another commission to figure out uh, uh, the, the terrorism and weapons of mass destruction proliferation. We can't. We got to make sure we keep all these mass uh, weapons of mass destructions from getting into the wrong hands. We, we could always ask who the, who the wrong hands are, though. <laughs> so anyway, they had a commission about that. Uh, uh, we had the Roberts Commission uh, to commission to investigate the the, uh, the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. You know where where was where was this at? You know how was there such a monumental, colossal uh, failure of intelligence? Uh, so so they uh, when when Pearl Harbor was attacked, so therefore they they uh, commissioned a, a you know a board, a group of men to look into that and figure out you know what happened and how we can make sure that this the attack on the United States doesn't ever happen again. That kind of sound familiar? Yeah, I, I thought so. We had the Kerner Commission, the National Advisory Commission on, the, on Civil Disorders. Uh, you know, in 1967, it just, the, the, the uh, many cities in the United States were blowing up. And as the Kerner Commission uh, detailed, uh, it's blowing up because of racism, because our racist cops are doing a bunch of racist shit. And uh, we don't know uh, uh, and we don't know why and, and all this kind of stuff. Well, we figure out by the Kerner Commission that if we stop doing racist stuff, then maybe black people will, won't be rioting in the streets and burning down everything uh in in their path that was the that was the basic results of the current commission but we did but they looked internally and said what's going on here why is all this happening so they did had a commission about that uh they had a national commission on aids uh enacted uh november 4th 1988 uh we've got this aids break break breakout uh the acquired immune deficiency syndrome we want to figure out what the united states should do about that in order to stop the spread of this dangerous uh virus we just recently we had the opioid and drug uh, abuse uh, commission right uh, instituted by nevertheless by none other than the former president donald trump right to look into all these different deaths that are going on and what we can do to to stem the tide of these uh opioid commission deaths uh anybody remember them doing commission about the crack and i'm not saying they didn't the united states government didn't do anything about crack I, I, you know, to be honest with you, I don't even know if they did a commission on crack. I didn't see it on here, but I do know that they did something about crack. So it's not fair to say that they didn't do anything, but they had a commission to look into what the opioid and drug abuse commission was doing. You know, how all these uh, opioids were flooding the streets, how people were getting sick, how they were ODing and all that type of thing. Uh, and so uh, they took a completely different uh, tract uh, when it came to uh, the crack epidemic and just started just locking people up. So. Uh, and that's what that's what we got. We got locked up when these people get uh, and other people get treatment. Uh, let's see what other commissions that. Oh, uh, President's Council on Sports, Fitness and Nutrition. Huh. It, there's an, a vast epidemic of obesity in this country. Obesity leads to a high blood pressure. It leads to heart attacks. It leads to diabetes. It leads to uh, all core, all uh, cause mortality in, increase rates when obesity levels go through the roof. Uh, it, it's linked to asthma uh, on all type of other different types of things. So the president, uh, they, they enacted uh, quite some time ago uh, sports and nutrition to figure out how we can get people to start working out more and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. So all, all this is good. You know, I'm not complaining about any of these uh, at, at all. Uh, let's see the presidential advisory commission on election integrity. Hmm. <laughs> election integrity. Right. Uh, so you also know that we uh, 
had another commission looking into that, and that name is escaping me right now. But uh, but they also looked into uh, electron integrity and uh, in, in all that kind of thing. So these are all different kinds of commissions that we had to look into things and what what to make sure that these to figure out what's going on and to make sure that these types of things don't happen again. We don't need voter fraud, and I agree with that. It didn't happen. As we know from this election board and from the numerous uh, elected uh, or appointed officials throughout the country who said that there was this was one of the most the 2020 election was one of the most safest and secure ever. But, you know, still, it, it is what it is. Um, so and that was uh, and ironically, that was from uh, May 11, 2017 to January 3rd, according to Wikipedia. Uh, I realize that this is not the most this is not an academic uh, resource. So. Uh, so let's see what other thing we got another council advisory on AIDS and HIV and AIDS, you know, so we had one in 1988 and we got another one going on here in uh, 1995 by Bill Clinton. Okay. All right. More, more, trying, more trying to figure out what's going on and make sure these things don't happen again. Uh, let's see. We got a presidential task force on the auto industry, right? Remember when we had to bail out all the companies, all the all biz, bigness, big business, because we because we could not let them go out of uh, failure, right? To, all these companies are too big to fail. They fail. The United States fails. And listen, I, I'm not even disagreeing uh, with that because we know that according to World War II and according to what people have said, uh, if the auto industry fails and there's some kind of mass problem. Uh, uh, and we need to enact and to switch from building cars to building tanks. Uh, we need those auto industries up and working and functional in order to be able to do that. So, okay. So, uh, so we had to take a look at the auto industry. So another task force we had to look at. Uh, let's see where we at here. AIDS, we got opioids, uh, integrity, AIDS, auto industry. What's next? Oh, United States Council Commission on Civil Rights. Oh, remember when black people were being attacked in the street for just wanting to vote? Remember that we had to have a commission and talk about let's, let's let's have a commission to talk about what's going on. Right. And then, of course, this was I believe this was enacted in around, uh, nine, 19, in the 1950s. Right. Then in the 1960s, almost 10 years later, uh, we had to do another current commission to figure out what's going on. Why are these black people still writing? And stuff? Why, why are they so angry? Why are these black people so angry? Crazy. Absolutely crazy. What else we got here? Oh, we got the United States uh, House Select Bipartisan Committee committee to investigate the preparation in response to hurricane katrina so when the hurricane an act of god comes and knocks down a bunch of buildings and in in in, in in the sea walls down there and uh uh what's that term i can't even think of the term the the the, the not the pillars the uh uh, anyway, when it, when it comes down to knock, knocking all that type of stuff down and mass people dying by the thousands and people are, are uprooted from their homes and had to move and, and the New Orleans Saints uh, stadium w w was was overrun and uh, people were shooting in the streets and, and they were taking over police stations and, and the police were confiscating people's weapons and all this kind of stuff. Uh, then then uh, we had to do a, a, a committee to, to check out, you know, where our failure was in, in all that, right? So, because we don't want that to happen again, even though it kind of did when, when Hurricane Sandy, which is not as big, uh, kind of hit the Northeast, uh, but but whatever. Uh, let's see, uh, Watergate. Uh, we had a commission to investigate Watergate. Remember when the uh, former president there was uh, spying on people and all that kind of stuff and recording people in hotels and going through whole, whole people's hotels and all that kind of stuff? Remember he was doing that? Yeah, yeah, we, we investigated uh, we had a yellow fever commission, right? Uh, so uh, when another uh, act of God is coming through, we, we just can't sit there and just let, let no, uh, nothing happen. Can't do it. Can't just 
sit there and do nothing. We have to respond in some type of way and figure out what we can do in order to prevent this type of thing for the next time. Oh, 9-11 commission, right? Right. A bunch of terrorist attack. Sound familiar? Terrorist attack. Uh, we, we, we formed a commission. So we got a couple of terrorist attack, right? January or act of war, really, right? With 9-11 commission and then uh, Pearl Harbor commission. Uh, the Warren Commission, the uh, president, the uh, assassination of uh, JFK, right? We, we got that. Another commission to figure out, you know, how our president got killed and make sure that doesn't happen again. Uh, Joint Terrorism Task Force, we started that, uh, you know, and then we got, uh, then we get, then we can't get a commission to investigate that. Oh, and here's another commission that I found that wasn't listed. Uh, and again, I just kind of just ran through the the major ones uh, here on uh, YouTube. Uh, let's see, uh, excuse me, on um, Wikipedia. And that is the oh, this is the President's Commission on Law Enforcement and Administration of Justice uh, and uh, ordered by President uh, Bush, uh, excuse me, President Trump, and then carried out by uh, by William Barr. Uh, it's a 332 page report that I did. I got to be honest, I didn't even realize it was out. I'm going to actually download this now uh, because I want this in its final report. And what is this? I got to try to don't send me. I just want to download. Please sign up. I want to download. Come on up. Should be. All right, I got to download that. Anyway, um, so. So I got to read that report myself. Uh, so, so this is this is what's going on here. Uh, you know, so so we got commissions about about police officers rioting, and we got commissions about police departments in the response to riots, uh, in, in response to uh, uh, um, not only in today's time with the William Barr and uh, President Trump, uh, what, what they investigated. We got the 1967 Kerner Report. We got uh, reports commissions to presidents being killed. We got reports uh, linking to yellow fever, 9-11, uh, 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 terrorist attacks, um, uh, uh, HIV, um, uh, yellow fever, um, acts of God. Uh, we got commit and terrorist attacks. But one of the biggest events since the Civil War, since uh, the War of 1812, and uh, even after, you know, it weren't 1812, then 1860, 40-something uh, years later, we get uh, uh, we get um, a Civil War, uh, and the biggest event since those times, uh, and, and we can't get anything done. Does anybody see a problem with this? Does anyone see a problem with this? We, we, we gotta get out of this bifurcated mentality of of thinking that everything is okay uh thinking uh, and not thinking along racial lines these people attacked the attacked the capital they tried to get to these particular individuals who were barricading themselves behind uh behind um government buildings uh behind uh uh, uh barricading themselves in uh, and trying and calling out for nancy pelosi and others and it seems as if they had maps and all that kind of stuff, which is another reason I don't think that they want uh, a full investigation because they don't want to know uh, uh, the full extent of who was involved and what tours were given, who had access and who was friends with who and who was on whose email list and text message list and all this kind of stuff. I really believe that they don't want to get all that out. Talk about conspiracy theory. So these are some of the things that I, that I think that, that many people are very, very concerned about. 
Um, so so I, I really have a big problem with that. I'm very, very disgusted that we can't get anything done. A police officer died that day. Two others died as a result of the post-traumatic stress that they suffered and the depression and all that that suffered. Uh, one of the rioters was killed and other people were killed uh, as well. And we've got to figure out what happened on that day and what, why, what we should do in order not to make it happen again. And to be very proactive in our in our thinking and our prosecution of, of individuals who have these different type of ideologies and who are trying to bring about this type of, uh, uh, of doomsday scenario and dividing the country and all that. We've got to do something about that. Uh, we've got to do something about that before before it's too late. And, and I don't think that not uh, embracing this fully is the way to go. And I really wish that, that these members of Congress uh, would stop thinking along party lines and start putting country first and, and, and really, really uh, understand what, what they're saying and what they're doing. I hope yeah. that Nancy Pelosi and other committees that are running continue to investigate and I hope they put people in jail. And I hope, not only do I hope that they put people in jail uh, retroactively or, or for, as far as what they've done, but I also think that, that they have developed some type of proactive uh, method of breaking up these types of groups. If COINTELPRO uh, could, or COINTEL could have uh, uh, broken up and did break up the Black Panthers and other uh, black organizations in the 1960s and 70s, and I think that the same effort and fervor needs to be taken towards these white identity uh, and white terrorists, uh, domestic terrorists, and break up any and all of them along the way. So uh, that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, much love and peace. Uh, let me know what you think about this. Make sure you rate, subscribe, and share this episode. Take care. Police reform is more than just a trending topic. My name is Lawrence Hunter. I'm a retired police captain from the state of Connecticut, and I've written a new book called Police Reform. And I talk about the evolution of law enforcement here in America and what changes need to be made in order to improve the relationship between the police and the communities that they serve. Over the past few months, it has become increasingly more important and more evident that there's something amiss and awry between the police and the communities that they serve. So whether you're about defunding the police or defending the police, if you're about Blue Lives Matter or Black Lives Matter, no matter what side of the fence you happen to sit on, make sure that you pick up your copy of Police Reform today.